All right, we're back. We're back and we're looking at the Bitcoin chart, 34,671. Kind of no surprise that we're going to consolidate here at this level because actually, if you look at this, this is actually quite a huge resistance point for Bitcoin. It's like a, quite a big resistance point from the beginning of the year. But the truth is that once we get above this point, then we back up in the uptrend. You see, so here we actually broke under the uptrend. But once we get over this point, we're going above the uptrend. Now, the main thing that I want to show you today is I want to show you one, two, three, four, five reasons why this pump is going to continue. I'm going to show you five reasons why this Bitcoin pump is going to continue and why we, we remain super, 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 super bullish. Then after that, I want to talk about something completely different. I want to talk about altcoins. And since we are getting a massive pump in altcoins, I mean, you guys must be watching this. Rune is up. Rollbit is up. Solana is up at $35. I want to say exactly as I predicted, but we'll get there in a second. Uh, Gala, all the gaming tokens up, all the AI tokens up. So I'm going to look at altcoins. And specifically, I want to talk about one altcoin that could do a 20x and that experts are citing this as the next Ethereum. And I want to show you why it possibly is the next Ethereum. Um, what else is there? What else is there for today? Because there is quite a lot of shows. So I want to talk about a whole lot of other altcoins. I've got a list of altcoins. Here. I'm going to show you which altcoins are going to pump. We're going to talk about Render as well. And then I want to show you something ridiculously, ridiculously stupid and funny when it comes to Gary Gensler. And I know that, of course, Gary Gensler is always funny, but this is, I think, a little bit funnier than, than the normal. Not, I, I won't use the word funny. Maybe we should just use the word crazy. We'll use the word crazy. So listen, I'm here in Amsterdam, uh, a bit late, but here and going to bring you guys an amazing alpha fold show one of the best we've ever done so let's go ah oh, that was almost hustle Listen, for a second there, I thought we were in the game. You know, Hustle's, Hustle show is called In the Game. Speaking of thinking of being in the game, let me tell you something crazy. So today I go to the gym here in Amsterdam. Now, I mean, I love Dutch. I love, I love the Dutch. I love Dutch people. They're, they're absolutely amazing. One of my favorite people in the world. But they're very, very, very open-minded. So I went to the gym here today. And one of the things I enjoy doing after gym is going to the sauna. Um, you know, it just happens. That's what happens. In, you know, you go to gym, you go to the sauna. Now, usually in South Africa, when you go to the sauna, the guys are in one sauna and the girls are in another sauna. So I went into the sauna today, of course, completely naked. I get into the, the sauna and like three girls walk in and like also completely naked. I'm like, what happens in this country? So, I mean, you've got to be very open-minded if you're going to be here in, in Holland. That, that, that's how it is. You've got to be uh, very open-minded. The Dutch are the Dutch. They're amazing people. And this is one of my favorite countries in the world. I'm here, of course. Because of Solana, we're going to bring you amazing, amazing coverage of Solana Breakpoint. And it's, it's amazing to, that we're here one year after the FTX collapse exactly. One year ago exactly was the FTX collapse. Well, one year ago in this week was the FTX collapse. And now we're going to go back and we're going to check in on what's happening with all the devs, what's happening with the network, what's happening with, with the activity. So I'm going to bring you a lot of coverage while we're here in Solana. So if you are new to the channel this is a great week to subscribe to our channel because we are going to bring you unparalleled unparalleled coverage from here i'm going to meet balaji at the network state event then tomorrow and the next day is the salon event i'm going to bring you amazing coverage i'm going to tell you exactly what's going on uh, specifically because if you look at salt just look at the pump that solana has got let's quickly just go through uh solana over here so let's just sell usd uh here it is so 
I mean, just look at that pump, $34.99. This thing's going to continue going, and I'm going to show you why. Anyway, so listen, if you are new, subscribe to the channel. If you're not new, just smash the like button, obliterate the like button. I can't see how many likes we've got here, but Josh will keep me updated. Let's get into the alpha of the show. There's a lot of alpha in the show today. I want to start off with why Bitcoin is going to go higher. There's about five reasons why I think Bitcoin is going to go higher. One of them is, of course, in the charts, but the rest of them are actually... Um, uh, uh, much bigger. So let's quickly look at them. So this is where we are on Bitcoin, 34,702. And we seem to be consolidating at that level. Now, I'm not surprised that we're consolidating because it's a massive, massive uh, resistance support level over here. Once we get over this level over here, we are in the last hurdle of the upward range. And now the thing is, we have another catalyst that is starting to help us over here, right? And the catalyst that is starting to help us over here is none other than the golden cross. So we are experiencing a golden cross. Now, remember that the golden cross is actually the opposite of the death cross. And you will remember that when we saw the last death cross, we said, look, we weren't exactly convinced that this death cross was going to play out and actually bring the prices down. And the reason why we said that is because the death cross actually happened at the very, very, very end of the cycle. So you'll remember, let's actually go much further. Let's go out into the weekly, just gives you a better. And let's see if we can actually get these. No, you can't get oh, there. We go. So if you look on, on the weekly, you'll see that the death cross came at the very, very, very bottom of the cycle. And we said, look, because the death cross came at the bottom of the cycle, it's not a very, it's not a very important catalyst. And if we go back, to see what happened since the death cross. Actually, where we had the death cross marked the absolute, absolute bottom for, for this for this uh, run. So if you look at that, that was when Bitcoin was at 25,000. Some people were calling it 20 to 26 to 25, 60% uh, uh, down from there. We said, look, it came very late in the cycle. Therefore, we don't think that, that it's, a, it's a very big thing to worry about. But just like that happened, we now have the golden cross which is, again, the cross of the 50 and the 200 um, simple moving averages. When this happens early in the cycle, this shows the change in momentum. And I think that that, when you combine that with this line over here, which I showed you earlier, which is this line over here, and you say, look, we've had a golden cross. We've had a golden cross right where Bitcoin was fighting for the resistance. If you go back historically and you say, okay, look, let's just have a look at at." How have these golden crosses been for Bitcoin? How, how have they been? Let me just switch off some email alerts that I'm getting here. What you'll see is that every time that we get this golden cross early in the cycle, it means amazing things for Bitcoin. So when we had this one here, early in the cycle, 205% up. When we had it here, again, early in the cycle, 704% up. When you have them late in the cycle, so we had one here, late in the cycle, 3% up. And now again, 3% up. So generally, when you have them early in the cycle, what you get is you get these massive, massive, massive pumps. And if you go even further back, so this was from 2019. This chart over here was from 2019. If you go even further back and you look at the golden crosses since before, we had a golden cross in 2014. That took us up 907%. We had a golden cross in 2016. took us up 8,189%. So for me, the golden cross, it, so early in the cycle actually does mean very, very, very good things for Bitcoin. I think if it would have come late in the cycle, like when the death cross came late in the cycle, then I would have said, look, don't pay attention to this because this is the change. This is the chart signaling the, the, the change in momentum that's already happened. This time, I think it's early, early, early in the cycle. And I think what's actually happening here is 
we have so much PTSD that a lot of people don't want to believe that we are actually an upward cycle. More, more and more of them are coming in, more and more of them are coming in. But just generally, people aren't believing that we are in the upward cycle. And I saw this tweet from Miles where he says, look, if we actually look at our cycle, look how we actually tracked relative to the Wall Street cheat sheet. And now we're at the period which is exactly that. It's a period of disbelief. No one believes, no one believes that we're going to go up. And for us, that's a good thing. And the reason why it's a good thing for us is because we do believe. And because we do believe, we're willing to put some chips on the table. We have put some chips on the table. Others don't believe it. And I'll show you in a second just the extent to which others don't believe. So the one thing that we have helping us right now is we have the golden cross. That's, that's definitely helping us uh, get into it. And I think the main thing about this is that the reason why people don't believe is because we have very, very, very bad PTSD. And the reason why we have very bad PTSD is because we were in a downward cycle of 700 days. Like we had 700 days of a downward cycle and 700 days of a downward cycle can actually take it out of you. So that when we actually do break into the upward cycle, many people don't believe anymore. They say, oh, look, we, we don't actually believe this anymore because every time we thought we we're going to go up, we actually didn't end up going up. And now we are here. And I think that this community here is one of the communities that, that hasn't got as much PTSD as the others because for the last couple of months, we've called it really, really, really right. And I'll show you just a couple of the calls that we've made in, in the last couple of months. The main thing that I want to show you is that when you get these upward moves, when you get these crazy upward moves, you have to be in the market. You cannot stay out the market and wait for confirmation. You can't do that in this kind of market because if you're out the market and you are waiting for confirmation and you keep waiting for levels to be broken, first you would have waited for the 31,000 to get broken like the Gareth camp. You, you, then you still missed this whole, the whole pump up. You would have waited for this pullback that everyone's talking about. The reality is that here now in this kind of cycle, every day is precious. If you miss a whole lot of days, you will destroy your whole portfolio. So all this money that I don't think that we have many, many bull markets left in crypto. I'm going to be blunt with you guys. I think that we have one or two crazy bull markets like we call bull markets. And then we're going to go into like the stock market version of bull markets, which is for us, super, 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 super boring, right? That, that's really boring for us. The thing is about this bull market is that if you miss it, if you miss certain days in the bull market, then you're going to miss out on all the, the life-changing returns. So you can see there's an analysis done by Dan Crypto. He says, look, if you would have missed, for example, 12 days here, 12 days here, nine days here, and 11 days here. So out of the total number of days that have happened this year, we are in November now, let's just call it November. So we've had 10 months, that's 300 days. If in those 300 days you missed 24, if you missed 15% of the days, you would have lost out on 32% over here, 25% over here, 47% over here, and 37% over here. If you do that, you, your portfolio would have basically missed out on every single one of those returns because you've stayed out the market and you haven't been in the market because you thought that you could time the market. The problem is that all the gains seem to happen in momentum waves. And like this, this gain over here, 26%, happened in nine days. This gain over here, 47%, happened in 12 days. The problem is that you don't know when these 12 days or when these nine days are coming. And if you miss them, you miss the entire leg up. Now, what happens when you miss the leg up? 
Okay, you try and catch the next part of the leg, which is this leg over here. You try and catch, you try and FOMO catch that. Problem is that you've only got a very, very, very small amount of, of upside here. Then you ride the whole thing down. You think, you think to yourself, oh my God, I've made a terrible decision. You get yourself flushed out. You get yourself flushed out. And then who's buying it? People like us are buying it. And then we're catching the next, the next thing here. This is not the market to be sitting out of the market. The, the time to be sitting out of the market was in the last 700 and odd days. This is not the time to be sitting out of the market. This is the time to be pressing, to be going a little bit more, a little bit more in. So I think, look, if we, want, if we were to break down this market, let's break down the market into five ranges. And I'll show you the next two ranges of the cycle. The first range of the cycle was, let's call it this range one, which was the FTX breakdown. So we broke down, it was the FTX collapse. Then there was the FTX recovery when, the, when we realized the world isn't going to change. Then you got range two. Range two over here is the BlackRock pump. So this is BlackRock files for an ETF. We consolidate, we go up. Now we're getting into range three, which is pushing through here with this in institutional buying. The next range is the one that actually takes us to all-time high. The next range is the one that actually takes us to all-time high. If you're sitting out in range four, when we get to all-time high, you're going to miss out on all the returns. It's as simple as that. So, you know, I don't usually, I'm, I'm usually not one to say to you, look, you got to get in and you got to get in. I'm just, I'm just showing you now that the data shows that if you're not getting in now, then I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know what you're waiting for. Maybe, I don't know, maybe your, your, your last, last, last um, um, support is to say, look, I just want to get back into trend. And, and that would be breaking this 34,000, 35,000. But it's going to happen because you can see that the momentum is up. You can see the momentum's up. We keep putting in the higher highs. And the higher lows, the momentum is now up. As uh, J, J Dog says, dips are now for buying. Dips are now for buying. Dips are now for buying. Um, cool. I did say very early on in the month, I don't know if you remember, about three weeks ago, I said to you guys, I think that Bitcoin will close this month up in the 20%. I remember I kept one of these recordings. Um, as I say, you have to respect this pump. And I'll show you why you have to respect this pump. One is, we are now 10% up in October. You'll remember that I said, I think we're going to finish October. This is at the beginning of October. I came out and I said, everybody's saying October is going to be down. I'm saying October is going to be up. And I think we're going to end up about, I said 23% for, for October. So look, I did say we're going to be up 23%. I think Bitcoin slightly overperformed my 23% prediction. We're 28% up. So I hope that you guys will forgive me. But I'll show you this in context of a lot of other ones. And if we get... 1,500 likes. If you can obliterate the, the, the like button here, I will actually show you the altcoin that's going to do 20x and be the next Ethereum. Um, but that's only going to happen if we get if we get the 1,500 likes. Josh, I can't see the likes today because I'm on the new system, but you need to tell me how many likes we've got. How, what, how are we doing? We are currently sitting on 630. Okay, so 630, not, not a lot to go, about 850 to go. We, we can do it. We can do it. Anyway. So that is where I said that we would end October. I said we would end up 23%. I see that we are now, um, we are now looking at 28.37%. Uh, but here's what I didn't know in the beginning of October. I knew we were going to go up. I said we were going to go up. What I didn't know is just how far up we were going to go and what was going to drive this pump up. And you have to focus around what is actually driving this pump up. It's not us. It's not crypto. Because if it was crypto, the open interest on Binance, which is the biggest trading exchange in crypto, would be going up. The open interest is basically dead, flat. Look at that. Look at the open interest there. Basically, it doesn't even exist. This is not us. This is a pump where we, the crypto people 
because they've been here so long and because they got burnt, they have got, they have got PTSD. But there is another cohort of buyers that says, look, we don't know who you are and we don't know why you have this PTSD. I don't really understand why you guys have this PTSD. We have to buy. We want to buy. We need to buy this asset. And what we're seeing now is we're seeing that that cohort of buyers, which is the institutions are in the game and they in the game ridiculously big. So James Van Straten says, quite remarkable, we saw back-to-back -back days of $4 billion options volume in Bitcoin. That's more than we saw in the 2021 bull market. We just saw two days back-to-back -back of options being traded. The other thing that we can see is that the CME open interest, which is this chart over here, look at this, the, 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 the size of the CME open interest. Okay. Again, what I can see here is I can see that institutional people are buying. Where are these institutional people playing, uh, placing their bets? Well, for now, they are placing their bets at $40,000. That's the biggest bet is $40,000 at the end of the year. Okay, so this is where the institutional people are actually um, are placing their bets. Now, speaking of predictions and bets and stuff like that, remember, go to banterbibles.com. Go to the Win a Bitcoin tab. If you have any Bybit, OKX, BitGet account or CoinW account, Go and put in your prediction for the end of the year. You can put in up to five predictions between now and the 10th of December. And each week, you can only put in one prediction. So for every account that you have using any banter link, and if you don't have an account using the banter link, just use one of these accounts, one of these to open an account and get these amazing signer specials. And you can predict where Bitcoin is going to be at the end of the year. Now, if you get the prediction right, then... We give you half a Bitcoin. And if you've done more than 10 trades, which everyone's basically doing more than 10 trades on that account, we double it, you get a full Bitcoin. Now I see Bren, Brensild got 78,231. He's more ambitious than the institution. E. Wolf says 46,723, nine minutes ago. Okay. Then we got Dukin 2014 says 41,000. So go and put in your predictions. Um, I mean, you can put in predictions if you want, but you won't win the prize if you don't have an account with a banter link. So you may as well open an account with a banter link and then and then do it as i said to you though what we do have right now is we have the institutions betting that bitcoin is going to go above 40 or to forty thousand or above forty thousand. the next sign that we have that this pump is going to continue because remember i said to you there's a couple of signs that this pump is going to continue the next sign that we have that this pump is going to continue is the um stable coin ratio so remember we were in a position where people were taking out stable coins out of crypto. They basically said, look, we've had enough. We're tapping out of this market. We want to get out of, 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 the, of, this, crypto, um, of, this, crypto, of this crypto mess that we've got. Now, what we've got now is we've got the stable coin ratio, which has actually bottomed now. It's completely, um, it's like, yeah, let me try and get a little bit closer so you can see. But generally, what you can see is it's flatlined and it's actually starting to go back up, which is a, a good thing for us because it means that people aren't taking stable coins out of the ecosystem. The next thing that I looked at is, well, if they're not taking stable coins out of the system, what are they doing? And what we can see here using this chart over here is that people are actually starting to deploy their stable coins very, 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 very slowly. Though, So I must add very, 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 very slowly. You see? So you, you, you can see that there's... Now, no more stable coins leaving crypto. Also, also, we now have people starting to deploy the stable coins that they have in crypto, which means that prices go up. But I use the keywords slowly. And the reason why I use the keyword slowly is because I'm going to show you 
where we still have an advantage because the biggest traders out there yet aren't yet deploying their stable coins okay the biggest the biggest people out there are only deploying their stable coins into bitcoin they haven't yet started getting into the altcoins and that's where i think the opportunity lies and that's why we're going to spend the majority of the show today actually looking at the altcoins including the one coin which is going to give you those crazy 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 returns that i spoke about i'm going to show you why so then i want to show you the other thing that's happening we're getting a lot of institutions coming into the crypto market now i showed you this right I showed you that it, the open interest on, in the CME is going up. I showed you that the options volume is going up. That's not me and you. That's not me and you. Because me and you, we're playing here in the Binance open interest and the Bybit open interest. And that's not going up. Because we are small fish in this big sea. Because this big sea now is, is a sea much bigger than us. It's the institutional message. It's the institutional field. And what the institutional people are here for is they are here for the ETF right now. Right now, they are here for the ETF. And ironically, I picked up this video, which shows that Gary Gensler, the same Gary Gensler, who is now head of the SEC, the same guy, many years ago, believed that it was crazy that there was no Bitcoin ETF. And now, the same guy is trying to block the ETF. So this is him. This is, I mean, this, this, look, you could be, you could say that it's his twin brother, right? But it's not his twin brother because his twin brother's got a chubbier face. Okay, this is Gary. This is not. This is not the other. The, the other against. I think his name's Rob. This is Gary, and listen to what he says. I mean, how evil does it look? Anyway, listen to what he says. Bitcoin futures and I think Ethereum futures and so forth will exist. And Bitcoin ETFs have not, and that that feels a little inconsistent to me uh, as an observer. And I'm now you know, in academia, right. but it seems, it feels a little inconsistent, even though the laws aren't exactly the same, they're quite similar. So he, he himself said that he thinks it's inconsistent that there's no actual Bitcoin ETF. Anyway, now this is the narrative that the institutions are, are hearing. So this is the reasons what, why, the, why Tommy Lee believes that Bitcoin is going up. Just listen to what he says. Bitcoin bull? Yes. I want to end our, our conversation on that because it's, I think it's the best performing asset class of the year. Yeah. Certainly one of them. It's up more than 100%. So what's your view of it here? And why has it been going up the way it has been recently? Uh, well, we've, you know, uh, there's a couple things. One is uh, it's been real buying. So there's real money institutional buying. We can see it in the CME volumes at all-time highs. Mm -hmm. And we know Asia... So real money, institutional money coming in. ...has been buying again. And they've been absence... To Asia. Asia's coming in. Asia's coming in. So number one, institutional money. Number two, Asia is back. So this is true people wanting to get in. It's been a good sound money story, especially as we worry about Washington. ETF optimism too. Is yes. that where you're going to go? Off? Pete, worried about Washington, good sound money. That is why Bitcoin is now much more correlated to gold than it is to NASDAQ. We spoke about that at length last year. Yeah, last week. ETF, I think, is far bigger than people realize uh, because, again, supply is going to be only 12 million a day after the, the happening. ETF could be $100 million a day of demand. Um, we get a turn in the markets next week, Tom. We got Apple reporting. I, I think there's three catalysts, so you only have to get one out of the three. So you see, he says the other thing. The other thing is that you may get the supply shock um, because they're starting to buy for the ETF, and for the first time, the institutions are looking at an asset class where the majority of the holders in asset class are these retard degens, crazy retard degens like you and I, long-term holders who ain't letting go of their Bitcoin, and now these guys have to start listing a fund when the halving is just about to come. I mean, yeah. I think this is the first time that Wall Street is encountering 
anything even anything even similar to this anything even similar to this let me know in the comments what do you think do you like the reasons why bitcoin's going to go up you've got the golden cross you've got institutional money coming in you've got um the etf of course you've got the etf narrative you've got asia coming in um i do we do i mean we should probably just chat for one second before we go into altcoins we should probably chat about like the economic week ahead that we have for 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 uh for macro so we have two things that are happening this week the one thing is the one is we got the jobs opening the jolts jobs opening report now that one spiked the last time so we should just check the jobs opening reports the other thing that we have on the first i think the first is wednesday if i'm not mistaken is we have fomc 98 percent chance that we don't get a rate increase when it comes to fomc then we got two other things happening this week we've got apple results so Apple results would be pretty telling about how the world economy is doing. And then we've got Coinbase results, which is which will, you know, let's let's see what, what happens with Coinbase for us. For us, that's quite a quite a quite an important one that we that we should be looking at. So those are the things to look at if if you are a, a macro beast and if you think that macro is still driving this market. But I don't really think that macro is driving this market. I think I think we're beyond this macro driving the market story. And I think crypto has taken off this 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 life of its own and it's starting to be much more correlated to the gold and stuff like that, which is exactly what Tommy Lee said. All right, let's see how our Bitcoin predictions are actually going. I see you. SWB, I see you in the chat. Um, Run does does know that his sound is not ideal. What should I do with my sound? Should I make it louder? What what would you like? I can do whatever you want, guys. I can do whatever you want. Let's uh Let's actually make it a bit louder for you guys. See if it if it, yeah, it doesn't look like it needs to go any louder. I'm scared if I go louder, it's gonna start to distort. One, two, one, two. I think it sounds fine. Let me know if I need to change anything. Josh, is my sound fine? Are you guys are you hearing me? Sounds good to me. All right, so, sounds good to Josh. And that's that's actually all that matters. Um let's see how the Bitcoin predictions are going. So we had Peter Hatting who said 46,368. Got Skywalker seven 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 seven. He says forty two seven seven seven. Of course, no surprise. Got seven seven. Then you've got forty four thousand. You see, you guys, are, you guys are starting to predict like the institutions. You're starting to predict like the institutions. Maybe it'll be right. Maybe it'll be right. Maybe it'll be right. If you, if you want to, if you want to play like the institutions, you should have joined our Deribit video. So uh, I made a Deribit video. Let's quickly just go look so that you guys can see where the Deribit video actually is. Um, it's an important, important, important uh, video, and I'll show you why. So let me show you why. And then we're going to go talk about altcoins, and I'll show you that 20x altcoin. So I made this video over here, which is which is showing you that the institutions, are, it's this one here with this Larry Fink that says, we'll destroy you. And the reason why I made it is because the institutions are actually coming into crypto. I don't know why they put uh, this video. Okay, so um, uh, it shows you how you can use options and we will give you $50 to play with the options. And if you sign up for the competition, you actually get a free option. But watch this because if you want to play against the institutions, you've got to make sure you have the right tools. And don't think that your old shitty little tools that, that you've got, which is you know 10x leverage and buying spot is going to help you. You need to be buying options. And yesterday I was looking at some options to buy like tokens like Filecoin and a couple of other coins that I want to buy. And actually pretty cheap. So you have to understand. So watch that show. Sign up for Deribit very soon. Then join our team. Um, you get 50 bucks for free and then you get a free option if you if you if you join our team so i think that that's 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 um one that you should be looking at all right let's turn our attention let's turn our attention to no sleep season you know what i'm talking about when i say no sleep season right that's where we are today i don't know how you feel when you go to bed but 
I'm always like sitting on my phone like this, like what the hell's going on? Yesterday actually in Amsterdam, I smoked a joint and I was like, it was so much fun. I was actually surfing my phone. I was eating as well, obviously. Um, but I was surfing and I was just watching the altcoins because I didn't actually want to go to sleep. And the reason why I didn't want to go to sleep is because the altcoins were absolutely popping. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to what I mean, Crypto Tony says. Altcoins, um, soon as, as altcoins are up, it's, it's officially no sleep season. For me, it's already no sleep season. So let's look at the last hour. Okay, so in the last hour, Rune. Rune is absolutely exploding. I took another part of, I, I took another Rune position yesterday. In fact, I'll show you some of my positions at the end of the show. If you want to stick around, stick around. Uh, 268 on Rune. Holy shit. I, I, I topped up yesterday at 255 and I thought, I hope I haven't made a decision. I haven't made a, a bad mistake, but now I've got a pretty sizable Rune position, which I'll show you. In fact, let me actually sign in. That way, when I sign in, let me quickly sign in and hopefully, hopefully I can sign in um because i am in holland and i think that a lot of the exchanges are actually not allowed here i do have two losing positions or two 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 small losing positions but generally my, my portfolio is very 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 up and i'll quickly take you there just so that you can see it okay let, let me just show you some of my positions and then we'll talk about um uh i, I mean okay so Let's look at some of the positions that I've got. So I've got a Bitcoin position, as you can see, $78,000 up, that Bitcoin position. It's 11 Bitcoin. Then I've got an Arbitrum position. This is an old position that I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix. So I've just been averaging slightly up. Okay, let's just try and make that a bit bigger uh, positions. Okay, then I've got um, Blur position. As I said, I'm 50K down. But then I've got a Doge position that's 12K up. I've got a GMX position that's 1,800 bucks up. I've got a Near position that's 20, 27 going down. But then... I've got Rune, which I'm 86,000 up. I've got Solana, where I'm 500% up. Um, and I've got 126 sales profits. I've got Stargate, which is 22. So generally, this account's doing very well. This is an account that I've been trading with you guys. So I said to you guys, I'd be much more transparent. And I'd show you guys all the trades. There we go. Now you've seen it. My bad positions, not bad, but ones where I'm clawing back from the old cycle. Arbitrum, near, and um, Arbitrum, near, and Blur. And the rest, I've, I mean, I've obviously made much more, much, much, much more in this account. And I think it's only uh, just beginning. Because as I said, I think we're now very, very, very much in, in altcoin season. You can see, look at the bounces here. Look at, look at today. So today we've got Algorand. Even Algorand is up. We've got Rune up 10%. Rollbit up 18%. You've got Solana up 7.39%. Hex and Pulse also up. So you can see these tokens are actually flying. If you look on the weekly... Look at the weekly, Pepe up 60%, Injective up 33%, Rune up 40%, Render up 30.81%. Um, you can see if you look on the weekly, so the, the altcoins have had quite a big run. I won't lie to you, though. the altcoins have had a very, very big run. But if you look at the RSIs on the weekly, so if you look on the, on the, on the four hour, most RSIs are very, very, very heated, which means the, you know, the momentum is that they it's, it's very heated. If you zoom out and you say, cool, I'm not looking to buy short term, but I'm actually looking to hold. You can see that the RSIs are still pretty low. Like look at Uniswap. The RSI on Uniswap is very, 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 very low. We know it's had like a bad run. Um, and you can see the RSIs are still, still, still um, much, much higher, uh, much lower. You've also got Render up here. We'll talk about Render in a second. So we'll talk about all of those. But the main thing that I wanted to show you is because of the PTSD, because of the PTSD, when you look at the majority of the top traders, specifically on Binance, you can see that the majority of the top traders have got very few positions open. They've got Bitcoin positions open. 
They've got Arbitrum positions open. They've got MakerDAO positions open, Radiant, and that's it, and Stargate. That's it. This is when you take the top 35 traders on, on Binance in terms of PL. They haven't started to allocate yet to the altcoins, which means that we still have a long way to go when it comes to the altcoins. We still have a, a long way to go when it comes to altcoins. That's that's the um the thing that you that you need to look at. So let's go specifically into some specific alts, okay? So the first alt that I want to speak about is the one that we spoke about on the thumbnail. Now, Josh, how many likes do we have, sir? Josh will come. Yeah, we're currently sitting on 1,400. Okay, I think 1,400, I, I can let that slide. I can let that slide. So the first one that I want to talk about is what is being cited here in Holland today or in the Netherlands as the next Ethereum. Okay, so there was a lot of doubt around it, but we always said to you guys that I think that Solana is going to have its day in the sun. And I think that this Solana breakpoint, which is one year after the previous Solana breakpoint, and if you look at where we were one year ago, so let's go back to Sol. And I want to show you, because this is a very, very, very important. I want to show you why I'm saying that I think it's going to be the next Ethereum. If you look at Solana exactly one year ago, uh, it is about, you can say we were about there. So we were at about 34, oh, let's just, let's just get rid of some of these indicators over here. So a year ago, we were at $30. A year later, we had $35. The FTX stuff has been washed out. And what I said in a tweet a while back, I said, guys, the most ironic outcome would be if Sol actually hits $35 during breakpoint in two weeks. That was two weeks ago. That would be the event. That would be um, the highs of the event. So where are we now? Well, we are at 3480. We've been to 35 and the event actually starts tomorrow. And that's exactly what I said. I think I said, I think it's going to get to $35. More than that, I think that you're not going to be able to get it for under $30 for a while. And as I said, it did break the $35, the $35 range. Now, we are here in Amsterdam. Um, I have had a lot of meetings with developers and stuff like that. And what you can see is that the, the mood around Solana is absolutely unbelievable. Every developer that you speak to, and the developers are the ones that really matter. They're all saying, look, in terms of development, Solana, even though the language is difficult, even though Rust is difficult, this is the blockchain that actually works and actually works fast and cheap on chain. That is what the devs are saying. They're saying, if you want to develop layer two, you're starting complexities. And they're not the only ones that think that. Just listen to Carl Samani, what he says about developing in, in layer twos. Now, layer twos are an amazing solution if you want to be on EVM. So listen to what he says, though. They are all increasing the complexity that developers have to think about across many vectors. Modular people assume that's isolated to like the vector of the security assumption between the bridge of the L2 and the L1. And that's like very myopic that fails to capture the most modern social reality, which is, okay, if your users have assets on another chain, are they getting over? What if you need to bridge out? Are there on-ramps for your new chain? Are there not? Are exchanges onboarding directly there? There's a limited amount of UI on the withdrawal function of Coinbase. There's all of these weird things that emerge. And that's a new form of social complexity that every developer and every wallet has. Like, you got to deal with all this shit. So you see what he says? He says, look, if you are going to deal in the layer two, you know, are there bridges between your layer one and your layer two? Can you can you move your, your tokens between your layer one and your layer two? And so that's exactly what he said. But the more exciting thing is that the institutions who were looking at Bitcoin and started looking at ETH are now starting to look much more at Solana. 
And we saw in a, a report which was written by Vanek. Vanek is a company that creates primarily creates ETFs, but they're very, very, very active in, in crypto also. And up until now, they've been bullish Bitcoin and they've been bullish ETH. Now what we're starting to see is that they're actually very, very, very bullish Solana. They wrote a report. In this report, they give crazy... I don't even want to talk to you about these, these valuations because these valuations are so high that it's crazy, okay? like So your bear market valuation, $10. Your base case valuation by 2030, $335. And your bull case, $3,211. It's also, as someone says, Dave Digital says, Solana's working now. There's no more outages. Those days are finished. And the way they do this, I'm not going to go into the whole report. We can go into the whole report another time, but they actually look at cash flows. They actually analyze this like a company, and they look at the cash flows. So, and, and you, they break down the whole model in the cash flows, and they come up with these scenarios. Now, I'm not really paying too much attention to these reports. The reason I'm not paying too much attention to these reports is because I think that we have a better analysis or an, and a better knowledge than, than the institutions will ever have when it comes to Solana. They're trying to use old finance to cash flow models and bring them to finance three and i just don't get how this finance two versus finance three actually works but the good thing is that they do publish this and send this out to um to everybody else to to all the institutions and they note some very very cool things they're saying look the first thing is solana is the only blockchain where you can develop you can develop where the chain on layer one is fast and the chain on layer one is cheap they talk about the ability of, of Solana to actually um, create and put uh, data through the blockchain. Now, you can see Solana is by far the fastest, specifically when you add the Solana Fire Dancer, which is the, 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 the not really a layer two, it's, a, it's an app that, that Jump created. But you can see how much faster it is from a data th throughput presentation. And then they talk about ex promising apps on, on Solana. Um, talk about uh, fees of 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 of, ch of chains that keep everything on on the L1 versus chains that go on to L2. But more importantly, what they they speak about is they talk about how low the fees are, and what they say about how low the fees are is they said it's a positive and a negative. So the report's very 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 positive, but they say there are two negatives for Solana. The first negative for Solana is that the fees are so cheap that the value capture what of what the token is going to get, there's not much uh, 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 value to capture because the fees are so cheap. So I want to just show you what it, what it looks like. So look at the fees, the average fees per transactions in the last 30 days. Solana is like 0, 0,000. Phantom, it's, it's the cheapest, whereas this is what a Bitcoin and Ethereum transaction look like. Now, that's good for people who are building dApps, but it's also good for people it's, it's bad for the token holders because there's not much profit to go around. There's not much juice. There's not much meat to actually go around, okay? The second thing that they say is that it's, it's um, that from a developer point of view, and I'll see if I can find this chart for you over here. They say from a developer point of view, ETH has left a black hole because ETH transactions are too expensive. But the problem is that it's very complicated for developers to use the... the um, the, the language, the Rust language. So you can see that Solana just keeps their developers pretty much static here because it's, um, it's, it's much harder to, to code in, in, in Rust than it is to code in, in Ethereum and, and, and the language associated with Ethereum. So look, 
as I said, I'm not paying too much attention to the report, but it's nice to get these institutional reports because that is what the institutions see. And soon these institutions are going to be offering it to their clients. And I mean, yes, someone else says, uh, this comes from, uh, I think it's Rick Mando who says, so let me get this straight. The most accurate you can be is it's between 10 and 3,221 because that's that's really where they came with their price predictions. They said, look, bear case, $10. We know we've been there. Base case, $300. And then $3,000 is the bull case. So that's it. So yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know where Solana, where you think Solana will be in 2030 in the in the chat. I'm actually interested to see. I mean, we spoke about how you guys are doing when it comes to the predicted Bitcoin. So you guys are going crazy. Oh, thank you guys. Jermaine Reed says 40, 40,218. Go short says 39,870. I'm glad people aren't saying a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm glad people are saying like you know 40, 50. People are still still have PTSD. This is when you want to be putting money on the table, not taking money off the table. Um, all right, the next one that I want to talk about, so we did speak about Solana. The next one that I spoke about, I actually spoke to you guys about it a, a month ago. And I said to you guys, you be careful when you're buying Solana, just on a very, very good. Um, you've also got, um, it says Solana, the, the uptime for Solana has been kind of back to where it's been. Also, remember to look at Render because at the Sol DevCon, at the Sol um, uh, uh, Breakpoint, we could actually get a, an announcement or a series of announcements from Render because that's what happened. That was three weeks ago, four weeks ago almost. I told you guys, look at Render when you look at Solana and we do think that there's going to be announcements. Now, Jules is not speaking. Jules, the founder, is not speaking, but Trevor's speaking. So Jules is, is his wife's having a baby, so he's not coming. But Trevor is actually speaking and we can expect announcements. And you can see, I told you guys three weeks ago, three weeks ago, you could have still picked up at 160s, around the 150s, 160s. Today, 263. And they only speak on Wednesday. So we'll obviously stay in touch and we'll see what happens on, on Wednesday. The next one that you need to look at whenever there's a Solana DevCon is there's a whole lot of tokens that are correlated to Solana. So one is uh, 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 Solana. One is, of course, um, uh, uh, Render. The next one is Arweave. Remember that all of Solana's data is actually stored on Arweave. And what you can see is that Arweave is starting to... to um, to pump now and in fact just before we talk about render remember render is also um not only is it getting a solana pump but it's also getting the pump for the from the biggest ai conference in the world which happens on november 6th so it's like a double whammy it's got like it's got this like solana pump plus it's got the the ai pump so and that's happening then you've got arweave as i said um that's the sorry this is the you can see this is the the uh, open ai's first developer conference in november 6th in san francisco we know that these things pump tokens we see that the ai tokens have completely started pumping because of fetch started pumping and, and the whole of other, other ones started pumping um i wouldn't be buying ai i did look at the ai tokens you can see in the last seven days renders up 34 percent fetch up 61 percent singularity net up up 30 uh, percent why because they're all getting ready for this conference they're all getting ready for this conference um alisa dot ai up 13.2 percent that one we still hold we actually hold quite a big position in that one um so you got our weave you can see the size of their weave is growing pretty aggressively which is which is very good um i think there was a tweet from sam i don't know if where if we've got that tweet here we go this week was our week's highest transaction counts in in our weave's history look at the number of transactions look at the growth of the number of transactions it's just it's just growing exponentially. So you've got to be looking at Arweave. And that's one that hasn't yet started running. So let's just quickly change that so you guys can see me better. But let's just quickly look at Arweave. So Arweave. Um, 
538. It's just just look. I mean, you can you can literally see that that was that was the breakout on the weekly. Let's just see if I can zoom in for you guys. Okay, so if you, let's look at the weekly. I think it just, make, just makes it busy. But you can pretty much see that there's the breakout on the weekly, and we're starting to get some some upward momentum. So again, Solana and, uh, and are we very highly correlated? Solana and Render very highly correlated. Solana is going up could possibly go up let's just watch the buy the rumor sell the news event gamefi also heating up i don't know if you saw your favorite gaming tokens also heating up you had gala up 46 percent this week um apecoin up 25 sandbox um and decentraland 24 percent so you can see it's starting it's starting the narrative is starting the gaming tokens the ai tokens all starting to pump all starting to pump um what else? What else? What else? Kujira. Kujira has had an absolutely amazing run. Um, it, as I said, it has become one of my biggest bags. I think it's, let's just have a look here. These guys just keep shipping. I mean, they don't care bull market, bear market. They don't give a shit. 153. They don't give a shit. Injective, another one that's been pumping, pumping, pumping. Um, again, one of the Cosmos chains. Uh, I wouldn't be buying Injective. I'm not sure that I'd be buying Kujira. I think that that, I think you may have missed the boat there. I think just wait. One thing for sure, for sure, for sure, I wouldn't be buying is Ben. Armstrong shilling a new indicator where you pay $4,000 for this indicator. And one of, the, one of the developers looked at this indicator and realized that actually all this indicator is, is just a moving average indicator, which you can pretty much do yourself on, on TradingView. Uh, and Ben's charging $4,100 apparently, allegedly, allegedly. You have to say allegedly, because that's, you know, you, you can't say for sure. You can't say for sure. Um, then lastly, 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 listen, if you have got a Bybit account, uh, and or if you don't have a Bybit account, get a Bybit account. If you do have one, I will be giving away $1,000 in altcoins. You see, I've got a list of all the accounts here that have that have been trading. And I will be giving away $1,000 in altcoins every day starting tomorrow. So make sure that you've got an account. It will also give you up to five predictions in this game. Um, but you can get an account. You can get an OK account, a BitGet account, a CoinW account. Any banter link gives you... Every banter link, any banter link gives you the 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 opportunity to get in here. Um, listen, I guess that's it. I'm going to go and do some networking for us. I'm going to go and, and find all the gem projects here at the Solana DevCon at the at Breakpoint. I'm going to bring you guys the best coverage in, in, in the world. I'm going to bring you guys the best coverage in the world. The show times may be a little bit different. So stay tuned tomorrow. I'm not sure what time. I'm, I'm going to go to the conference first. Then I come back from the conference and do a show. So show times may be a bit not the same, but I will be bringing shows. So just keep looking, subscribe to the channel, put on notifications. That way you'll know. Um, I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, sending you guys much love. And if you're in Amsterdam, um, yeah, come and meet me. Let's, let, let's, let's hang out. See you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends. <laughs>